All right, everyone, welcome to uh, our first official episode of Three Cheers for Goaltender Interference that does not include Mikey Radigan, who normally does our intro. I'm Kat Silverman here hosting with a very special guest today. Um, you've heard us hosting a podcast together before uh, because we took over a different one entirely. So I figured I had to bring her back to do the same thing, but with my podcast this time. I have Chanel Keenan of the Seattle Kraken here with me today. Chanel, how are you doing today? I almost called you Seattle. Thank you. That would have been an honor to be called Seattle. That's (laughs) perfect. I love it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. If Mikey was here, I wasn't going to come on the show. Him and I have a bit of a a situation right now. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I just really, really love um like messing with him i don't know if you guys swear on this podcast, messing with mikey yeah just i mean I everybody love does messing with mikey it started um when the isles and the burns were playing against each other and it was so great when they got eliminated um it's a fun fun for me after um but yeah i yeah mikey and i just were enemies so thanks Lies I mean, it's, it's kind of easy to mess with him, I feel like. And, and I really say that is. with no disrespect. He's, he's a hero. He's the one who, who does our intro every week, um, even though for the first, I'd say, three months, he got my name wrong. Um, he would get my Twitter handle wrong each time. He would get our, our Twitter handle as a podcast wrong each time. And then he finally sort of, sort of cleaned it up there, which was pretty cool. Um, but he's a hero for doing that. And he's very understanding of the fact that I'm, I think three, I'm three hours behind him half of the year. And then I'm two hours behind him the other half of the year. And he puts up with that and waits for, waits for my child to go to bed, records at midnight. So we love you, Mikey, if you, if you choose to listen to this. Um, yeah, you are the Cam Hasbrook of this podcast. You're the Cam Hasbrook. Oh, the first shot fired. Thank you, which, <laughs> which I think gives us a really good segue. Um, before we started officially recording, I did wish you a very happy birthday. Thank Knowing you. full well that your birthday is not in September, it's in November. Yes, it is. Um, but you were wished a happy birthday. Was it first thing this morning? Pretty much, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Um, I, I, I'm so glad I was awake. Today I'm checking what the timestamp is for this because it was just um, no, it was in the it was in the afternoon. It was uh, around twelve twenty here. So it would have been the morning for you, so that would have been funny. Um, and just the most genuine, sweet message from Cam has for today's Drew's birthday. Yes, um, which happy birthday to Drew Johnson. Drew. <laughs> Drew Johnson. We do love you um what a rad guy and ironic um but i just he yeah it was such a genuine message and i know he's genuine because afterwards he's like come chat with us soon and i was on the podcast not too long ago he wasn't there that's again why he doesn't know what's going on um and i was like him i love you but it's here an idiot i was like it's not my birthday i'm so sorry to, to do this to you on my day um i just felt really bad because i'm like where did you see this <laughs> where did you see this i'm like you were at my birthday zoom last year like in november 
No, I. Yeah, you said he said happy birthday to you, right? In November, yes. (laughs) I just, I loved him, but that was, I mean, honestly, it made my day. And then, and then Brock McGillis called it out because I tweeted a screenshot out like a really bad friend, but I did not know what was going to happen to me, so I really got reversed on that one. Um, I played myself really badly. So someone, my my good friend Sam, she quoted it. She just tweeted, everybody wish me a happy birthday. And I'm like, you're a monster because now everybody's getting them left and right. And then Brock McGillis did the same thing. Um, and then his audience was wishing me happy birthday. And then I'm like, this is just, no one's going to say it to me on my actual birthday now because they're going to think I'm lying. Um, so it's going to be a really sad birthday this year. I mean, no one likes you when you're 23, so it's fine. I mean I I saw it and I was like wait I could have sworn somebody else's birthday twins withdrew why I was like Chanel's not too right and then I read the text and you were like Cam you're an idiot and (laughs) I was like wait there's no way he no, what I was, I, I was don't so even confused. know who it is. Do we know who it is? Or um, like, so somebody responded to one of the birthday tweets, uh, from the Brews and Bruins, which is the other podcast that we took over for those of you who listen to this but don't listen to that, which I think is no one because I'm pretty sure the only person who listens to Three Cheers is uh, is Chris Gear. So yes, thank you, Chris. Yeah, hi, um, Chris. It's, it's definitely only Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not the picture that was taken of Drew. Um, I think it was from, yeah. So Drew tweeted at himself with a scheduled tweet on his birthday. Um, right, yeah. At midnight it went up. That's the um, one I responded to. And I said, happy birthday, Drew. So Jen, Grumpelstiltskin, um, it is apparently also her birthday. And so she tweeted, oh, happy birthday, birthday twin. Yeah. But Jen and Chanel don't look anything alike. No, they do Those not. Those are not the same name. No, they do so, not. Cam Hasberg. I don't. Gotta get your eyes checked, I don't checked, know what he babe. did. Babe, like, real <laughs> soon. Gotta get those glasses checked. Get your, get your eyes checked. <laughs> oh, so, no. That's even worse than I thought. I thought, like, he genuinely... Oh, that's so sad. So, wow. So, happy birthday to Jen. Happy birthday happy to birthday, Drew. Jen. Um, I hope it's a wonderful day. I know that Drew's girlfriend flew in to see him. That Um, was really cute. I saw that too. Chris drove in to see him, um, which was not nearly as far as flying. Um, It was like an hour. (laughs) Um, uh, Cam did not fly in to see him. So now we know who the, who the one is who's slacking. Um, But that's okay. That's all right. Um, I hope it's a wonderful day. Chris tried to recruit other people, but unfortunately I work during the day. So like I could not people, meet them for lunch. I felt really bad. <laughs> I was like, not to mention that he asked very, like, early yesterday. And I'm like, I can't. Oh, he start. asked you yesterday? He's known about this for days. I don't I know, know why he asked you yesterday. He asked me and Lancey in, in a group text. Lancey didn't even respond. So we respond to him privately because that would be really sad. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, but he didn't go either because we saw him in the photos. But I'm like, I... We're very on brand right now because I think the last time that we co-hosted together, we specifically said, I don't think we're going to roast the guys. And we immediately started off by roasting them and went down the line. 
and yeah. we're doing it again. Well, I'm like, do I, I expose okay. Chris for how yes, yes you do. notice this was when in fact you kind of should know when your friend's birthday is and since you're actually in town this year, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, I still wouldn't have been able to do it on, in, on a Wednesday in the middle of the day. I still wouldn't have been able to do it, but I would have felt less bad about that he's like asking everybody last minute. I'm like, buddy, what? I'm sure like somebody else would have come if they knew. I'm sure if people knew that- I'm glad his girlfriend showed up. Yes, his girlfriend that, showed up. That, that was saved pretty cool. the day, I think for the um, rest of us, but otherwise. For the rest of you guys. It's, it's Drew's fault for having a birthday in the middle of the week, which it really is. is is significantly less fun when you're grown up. Um, yeah. Like substantially less fun. Um, I don't think I've had like a, a fun birthday on my actual birthday in like multiple years as a result. I don't think my birthday's ever fallen on a weekend. I think statistically it has to. Like not recently though. Like that's, mine, that's I, mine is like, mine is like, Every four years, it falls on Thanksgiving, and those are my favorite birthdays because Ooh. I get food and presents. Like, those are the best. I don't get presents anymore. They just throw money at me and say, go away. And I'm like, thank you. Um, but that, That's kind of cool, though, having a birthday yeah. that... Mine's, literally mine's every four fun. years. It's like, it's not, it's not as bad as having it on Christmas. I can see how that would, like, suck. Like, having your birthday on any type of, like actual gift giving holiday like that but having yeah. on thanksgiving has been really nice because i love thanksgiving food so i mean <laughs> our birthday's bracket christmas because yeah. you're you're november 24th and then i'm january 25th so wow we're just far enough we're away so from cool. christmas that we don't get our christmas presents rolled in with our birthday presents i feel yeah. like but uh oh absolutely. mine always falls right around super bowl sunday and that if it's not actually on Super Bowl Sunday, it's usually the week right before. And so when I always wanted to have a birthday party was when everyone else was having Super Bowl parties. So so that wasn't super fun because um, I, I didn't want to have a Super Bowl themed birthday. Um, so now I just yeah, I don't think many do. celebrate by myself. Um, well, they have me this year so we could celebrate together. I think that sounds like an amazing idea because hopefully you'll be out west. Hopefully. <laughs> People can't see this because this is a podcast, but I just gave Chanel the biggest, creepiest smile I think I've ever beautiful. given. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for that. There's nothing um, Cheshire cat about it. It was very genuine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was dripping with sarcasm. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so I initially asked you if you could come on and, and hang out with me. Um, I think it was right around the time we took over the Brews and Bruins account, um, because I believe that was July. It was right before I went away. Yes, it was right before you went away, which by the way, now I, we I, know. Don't was, know as I told you. You did tell me. Okay, I was gonna say, I don't even know. Because you told me that you were getting to go to the draft and you said, it's top secret, you can't tell anyone. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, then the I was also know. trying to keep the secret that we had done the podcast because yeah, I wasn't going to release it until Friday. Like, all top secret for you. That was a bad time for you. you it was to... awful. It was terrible because we had both gotten the identical snaps from noted sweetheart Chris Gear. 
um, my favorite of the, the Brews and Bruins hosts, and we both ignored it because we were recording. So he thought yes. that we both simultaneously ignored him. And then I couldn't that tell him what I'd been doing because I couldn't even tell him I was talking to you. So I was just like keeping all this bubbled up inside because I love you. I love talking about you too. Like anytime something good happens to you, I text Chris and I say, look, look at what Chanel's doing. And so I couldn't tell him that you were going to the draft. I couldn't tell him that we'd recorded a podcast together. And then Cam almost lost that episode too. Oh um, my God, I know. That was a nightmare. I will say like, I, you were one of three people that knew that I was going and what I was doing. Um, I forgot to tell the boys (laughs) in time. So you hear, like, I don't know how, I think through tweet, I saw um, that like, that Nick was like, hey guys, you might want to look at the TV real quick. That's right. Um, Yeah, I, it was weird. Like, I, I knew that there was going to be a lot of people watching. So I kind of didn't want to tell a lot of my friends, because I was like, I know most of you will be watching anyway, so it's like, you'll see me, whatever. Um, but then when I found out that it was for Carolina, I like immediately messaged Sarah Savine, and I was like, you're not going to believe this. Like, so, well, that know. was so cool. You got, uh, you had Dominic Moore presenting with you, correct? Yes. yes. Which is unbelievably cool. Like that's... It was funny, like I said this on their episode too, but I was like, so Chris is going to hear this story again, because once again, you're sitting he can listener it. He can to, the, it. to the podcast. Um, I, we had a rehearsal, but it was really just me and the producers, um, Kraken and ESPN, and he, one of them, I think the ESPN guy was like, hey, do you want to know who you're presenting with? And I was like... I guess, like, I guess. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. I, mean, I don't know. Um, you're like, oh, you're gonna be with uh, like someone named Dominic Moore, and I was like, oh, I know who that is. And he was like, you do, and I was like, yeah, I know who Dominic Moore is. Like, whatever. Um, I was positively offended, and then um, my coworker was like, oh yeah, she knows Dominic Moore. She's a big hockey fan. And then the guy was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was, you know. Yeah notable Bruin for two seconds Dominic more like I know him so I know him <laughs> so I was like this is so funny but it was just oh what an experience it was and also it was so funny um because Kat and I talked before I left we were talking about Ben Guerrero who I hadn't met yet before I moved, moved right. before I traveled I mean, you gave him stellar reviews, and then I met him, and I didn't even know I was going to meet him while I was out there. And he's fantastic. He's hilarious. So He's wonderful. He's, uh, for, for the listeners who aren't big, um, who aren't big Sharks fans, I guess, because um, that's, that's where he came from. Ben yeah. Guerrero was the, uh, he was one of the media liaisons for the San Jose Sharks, and very famously, uh, one of the nicest PR guys in the league. And there are a lot of really good PR people throughout the league. There's some that are a little more old school still, but a lot that are really, really helpful. And he was just always the friendliest person. And he was always willing to, to ask you what you needed. Like he, he wasn't just there to do 
a favor, right? Like he didn't make you feel like you were imposing on anything. And he, he got me extra time to talk to Aaron Dell about his pads and about his play. And I wasn't really able to talk to Martin Jones um, because I believe he, he either hadn't started or he'd gotten hurt or something. And so he was like, oh, well, do you want a little extra time to talk to Dell? And I was like, sure, that like, absolutely. And he was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Here, you can do that over to the side. Like that way we're not interrupting you and you're not having to deal with the rest of the media part. Uh, if there's anything else you need, please let me know. And I was like, oh, you're already doing more than, than I would expect. Thank you. And he, he messaged me later and was like, hey, if there's anything else you need, please feel free to reach out. And the only other team that's been, like there are a couple that have been super friendly, but the Philadelphia Flyers have a reputation for having just like the nicest PR department. And that's kind of what the Sharks had with, with Ben. And now, I mean, he's a perfect fit for Seattle because they seem yeah. to have like nothing but perfect, nice people. So, so yeah. he joined the, the legion of perfect, wonderful, nice people um, in Seattle, which makes it, makes it very hard to not, you know, buy for, for becoming a, a Seattle Kraken person. Um, it seems mm. like everybody from Boston seems to be sort of rolling their way there too. Cause uh, Marissa and Jemmy, I believe is also now, is she with the yes, Seattle she Times? Is. She is, um, yeah. Which is awesome. Um, I think that's, that's an organization that'll do her right. Um, I think Ryan Clark also went out there. So really diverse yeah. group of reporters covering that team, really diverse group working with the team. I just keep, I think I've become like the most blatant Seattle Kraken fan <laughs> for somebody who's not not a Seattle Kraken fan. Um, I'm rooting for them to do well next year and for you to do well next year, even Thank if you're you. not going to be out on the ice. Um, now, before we started recording, I, oh, by the way, um, I just got a message from Cam. I did send him a picture of us recording. And he says, OMG, tell her happy birthday, please. <laughs> so, happy, yeah, Cam, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, but before we, before we started recording, um, I did put out a Twitter question. Um, because I haven't okay. really gotten a chance to, yes. Um, and because assumed I'd get just a couple like normal quiet ones. I basically asked uh, if you could pick your own intro music to announce your arrival everywhere you went, what song would you choose? Thinking that people would have like funny choices um, and everybody got really chaotic with it. Um, my roommate, uh, Richie Flores of the Sporty with Corey and Richie podcast um, decided to choose White and Nerdy by Weird Al, which I hate, absolutely hate that choice. Um, I, I feel like I don't talk about it on the podcast often enough, but I'm super not campy. Like I'm not a big fan of super spoofy things and like super blatantly campy, funny things. I, I'd rather just hear the song that I like and get on with it. Um, but we also had, uh, my friend John usually gives me a pretty good answer on things. And so he, I sent it to him and said, hey, do you have anything for me here? And his response was a uh, Pony by Genuine, which 
I'm kind of mad that he chose that because that was going to be my answer. <laughs> um, Mikey, our, our absent co-host right now said Metallica for whom the bell tolls. Um, I don't want to get into that right now because I think he needs to defend yeah, himself. Yeah, we should but, let him do that. But we had Chris Gear on the pod our last episode. Um, it was right before we both went on hiatus because he went on vacation for a bachelor party and then I ended up going to an all-time low concert and then kindergarten started for my daughter. And so we've had a little, little break yeah. here. And when we had Chris on, Mikey went on this like completely unhinged rant about Medea, like the Medea cinematic universe. And it was, it was a bit much, um, very funny, but a bit much. And as soon as we thought he'd gotten over that, he started sending me texts about how he's gotten into Metallica, which he'd never really listened to before 2021, which is crazy. Um, and now that's all he listens to is Metallica. And so I think that's going to end up being an episode, which is also a little, a little unhinged. Um, but I can't not read his answer because, of course, he picked that. Um, we got Renegade by Styx. Um, Fugazi waiting room um, or Superman lover. Oh, truly chaotic. South of heaven by Slayer. I'm not sure I'd have Slayer introduce me, um, but that's kind of cool. Uh, Touch myself by the Divinals <laughs> or Children of the Grave by Black Sabbath. Um, I don't know why everybody's picking metal songs. I don't know if I'd pick metal to introduce myself. Your audience myself. is wild because I would have completely different answers, I feel like, if I pulled. I feel like I would get the mean answers. But you got, like, genuine, like, these are answers. These are all, these are all, like, they're all metal answers except for Pony yeah, and I'm... White and Nerdy. And then we have a Kill Switch Engage song, uh... Because Jeremy Crow uh, apparently had Killswitch Engage fixation on the darkness as his walk-in music to his wedding reception, um, which is hilarious. Um, I I don't know if I'd be able to convince my future husband to do that. Um, so if he's listening, uh, now you know what I want to do. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could play him. I feel like there's a workaround to that. There has to be. There's been a little bit of a campaign recently where I, I keep subtly asking if I, if I ever get married, if I would be allowed to pick um, Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews as the first dance song. And the response was, uh, would that be ironic? And I was like, no, I just really like that song. <laughs> I'd be completely serious. I'd have tears rolling down my face while Dave Matthews Band is playing. Um, Oh my god! But I can't wait to go to that wedding. You'd you'd be invited for sure, one hundred percent. And then Jordan Nash Bolden, a former starting goaltender of the ASU women's hockey program, picked the time is now, which is John Cena's walk up. Oh my god! <laughs> so she understood the assignment. Nobody else. She did. really did. What it, would you it's pick? It's always though? a woman who understands. It's always a woman who understands it exactly. What would you pick? I'm so bad at stuff like this, but I did tell you to ask me any things. So I, again, I've you know, reversed myself. Um, I don't know. I've had this like weird thing where I'm like, 
I can't even think of a scenario where this where this would even happen. Um, like I just there's nothing, no wedding that I'm gonna have is gonna have this, and like if anything, I would have it be the song that you picked, and then literally just run them over just for funsies because we're now married, so I can just you know whatever crash into them. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. I know. Thank you. Please laugh at. I like this genuine. It would be. No, ironic either. I just straight up do it. Like, I don't know. Why not? Um, I adore you. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't even think of anything that would, like, make sense. I'm such a weird person that, like, no song would fit the bill for this. I feel like I'd have to ask a friend. Um, Phone a friend on that one. Yeah. How about what's the song that you play when you're, like, because you, you got yourself all done up for for presenting at the at the expansion draft and I feel like everybody has a song that they play when they're when they're like trying to get themselves ready like your pump up pregame song um which mine occasionally is Pony by Genuine um which there's a lot to unpack right there of course I don't know I've been on a real Whitney Houston kick as of recently and that's a genuine answer so please do not roast me in the comments I love her so much um I just my life went downhill after I watched um the bodyguard so now it's just been a whole mess it just went so downhill so fast um so I listened to her and like just my regular mix of sad sad songs um to get ready for that really exciting night that I didn't eat the entire day so it's oh just not the best it's not the best no nervous to eat it was so bad so I get that though I, I completely get that um because I like, definitely had those moments or yeah. myself so that it can't happen and so I was like you know what I'm not gonna eat but also we're, we're gonna pick the eat. we're gonna pick the wrong wrong option here <laughs> in fairness though so I don't think anybody can make fun of Whitney Houston. Like that's, I would. Nobody should. If you'd I, said Celine Dion, I would have made fun of you a little bit. Um, she's in the rotation too. It's just kind of like all these like you know very diva y like artists that I like just adore so much because it's just it is what it is. I don't listen to a ton of Mariah Carey, but she's there was at least at one point a song from her in that mix too. So sorry to say. That's you are. That's fine, you are though. now the normal friend in your friend group. I mean, I when I run, I try and play music that like follows a beat that I can run to, and I went through a little kick where I kept playing uh, "The Promise" by One in Rome, and I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston, and I just bounced back and forth mm. between the two of them while I was running, which is a little psychotic. Um, so I get it. I totally get it. That song is so good. And even like the, I don't know, if, like the Kygo like version of it is really good. Um, the remix. It's just such, it's like it could be played on the radio today. I feel like that's why. I, I think it is sometimes. Affinity for it. I, I think like the, it is the remix is probably, but also a bunch of 80s stations still. So that's nice. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been on a, I've, I haven't listened to, English music and like it's been a couple weeks because my daughter say, the last time I talked to you you were only listening to like 
Yeah, I need it. So it's like, oh. Yeah, that hasn't mm. changed. Good. Because on our way to school, uh, although it kind of backfired because, uh, like, my daughter's favorite artist right now is she's normally super into Veronica Maggio, Hold who's on. this my mom is calling. star. One second, sorry. Oh, cool. Kill me. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, my daughter's favorite artist is normally Veronica Maggio, who's this Swedish pop star. And, uh, lately she's been super into Dana Paola, who's a Mexican singer who was also on a Netflix show that everybody should watch called Elite. And, uh, she has a new song. I love that show. I have no idea to talk to about it. So now I can talk to you Now you know. It. Now you know who to talk to about Let's it. I've go. seen it like 15 times. I've watched it over and over. Um, but she has a new song out, Kayatu, uh, which is for our exclusively English-speaking listeners. That just means shut up. And uh, <laughs> Izzy loves she it. She thinks it's the today best song ever. I just text it a couple times to him, see what happens. Um, but so occasionally I'll hear from the back seat in like this really cute, teeny tiny little voice I'll hear. Oh my God, I love you so much. Too, mommy. Because I told her that it meant be quiet when somebody's being rude. And not wrong. I didn't, like, didn't want to teach her the phrase, shut up. But it backfired because now she's- A little she, more abrasive, but it means the same thing. So. But at least she, she won't say callate, which is, better I guess um but not it's not better so she'll just from the back seat if I'm talking too much she goes Kaya too please oh my Kaya too. god I love so, so much so that's a that's a thing that happens in our in our house right now um and I can't get it to stop she was like you didn't tell me it's a rude word um you can tell people to be quiet if they won't listen to you you can tell them to be quiet that's not rude is it and I was like, no, you're, you're not wrong, but you shouldn't say it to me. And she's like, why not? Uh, you, you weren't being quiet, right? I was like, mm, okay. So. You got me. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not there. wrong. She's not even wrong. So. But yeah. Um, I do think that, because you just got a fun call from, from your mom, who probably actually wants to talk to you and, and hang out with her. Her lovely child, um, and I do need to pick up. Speaking of uh, Senorita Cayetano, um, I do need to pick her up from kindergarten. Um, but I'm so glad that I got you to come on today because I had wanted you on earlier. Um, I can't. I couldn't have asked for a better replacement for Mikey for today, and maybe in the future, depending on how busy Mikey is, we might just start replacing him with you um, over and over which is kind of what Brews and Bruins has done with me. They, on their podcast yesterday, had the gall to say, we never recycle our content. I was like, guys, you had me on last week for okay, the seventh so time. My the seventh time. Being like, like nonsense bullshit is, <laughs> is your entire brand. Like, there's not a single episode of that does not apply. Like, random BS. It's all random. Yes, but you are the consistency they need, so. Yeah, I, I actually went back through and was rereading old interactions yeah. between us, and uh, there's one where they didn't have me on, 
and they said that it was that it went off the rails i was like it went they said it went off the rails because you weren't there i was like i don't think it was on the rails with no, me i don't it think it was on the, on the rails, rails with me never been on the rails. The, the concept of the show literally brews and burns, okay? You don't get more off the rails than having a podcast that's centered around alcohol. I'm sorry, just does not compute. So yeah, it makes sense. I think that if you're drunk every time you record, you automatically <laughs> yeah. are not on the rails. But Absolutely. that's okay. And before totally. I let you go, though, I do have to ask, um, because we forgot to ask our last guest. Um, but if you had to pick the superior pop punk rock opera album from the mid 2000s, oh, would you pick Green Day's American Idiot or would you pick My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade? You know, in honor of Cam Hasbrook, the ultimate idiot, I'm going to have to go with, no. um, I'm going to have to go with Green Day, just for him. I feel no. like, I knew by the way you asked it, which, when you were hoping, I went, heck, and I'm sorry, I just, in I honor know. of Drew today, on oh. his birthday, on Drew's birthday, and for Cam, Cam's birthday too, uh. it's everybody's freaking birthday today, I'm going to go with them. I not what I think, because... This is this like is devastating for me. The only person we've gotten on air saying it was a uh, U.S. sled hockey team captain and Paralympic gold medalist Josh Pauls, who very quickly answered with I My can't. Chemical Romance. Um, and we forgot to ask Chris, who, when I texted him about it later, said, "Oh, I would pick My Chemical Romance." So yeah, because that's a that's the smart answer. That is and the that smart answer. Um, but as he, as he put it in the responses sense. on Twitter, he knows who pays his bills. Exactly. <laughs> he knows who he needs to give the right answer for. Exactly. Um, Mikey doesn't matter. But <laughs> we love you, Mikey. We love Thank you, you Mikey. so much for coming on, though. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Because you have a podcast, too. I do, but it's no longer no longer exists i'm considering just like deleting it altogether but it feels oh. bad so i don't want to do that um yeah you can find me on twitter at um chanelli37 i'm also so sorry to your audience this is like a very chaotic episode but this is the that. least chaotic episode we've and had also it's just like kat and i haven't spoken to each other since july so like like this like in person in person in person um, not in person uh so you basically just listen to a conversation between us and she just got the lights turned off on her so it's pretty yeah. respectful richie's leaving richie's that. leaving for work and he just turned the kitchen i light mean off. you're gonna leave too so it's okay which is, but which is wonderful it's really sad to see <laughs> well so i i have light sensitivity and so when all the lights are on in the house it gives yeah, me like a massive sick. migraine. Yeah. And so I usually, he leaves the kitchen light on and I follow behind him like some weird little puppy and like turn it off and then go back to the living room. And the one time that I wish it had stayed on, he turned it off. So I can't roast him <laughs> for it because he, he's, finally, he's finally doing what I've been asking for for like two and a half years now. So I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm delighted he just did that. But 
Yeah. It was just sad I'm, to witness because it just looked like someone just totally disregarded your existence. And I would have fought him if it was for that reason. So. <laughs> no, he was doing it. He was doing it because I normally do get mad. Um, but I uh, no, that the lights allowed to stay off. Um, turn the lights off. Carry me home. Perfect. Na, 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 na. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, thank you so much for coming on. This was uh, not not the most chaotic episode. Um, I think our our two regular listeners will probably confirm that because uh, I won't re-listen to it because I don't listen to I don't listen to my own voice. Neither do so I. people always ask, oh, uh, do you remember in that episode you did where? And I'm like, no, because I have the memory of a goldfish and I don't go back to re-listen. So anything that I talk about on a podcast, immediately gone. You could tell so me bad. I talked about like the rise and fall of Jonathan Quick and I believe you. You could tell me that mm-hmm. I talked about why a Batman's better than Spider-Man and I'd believe you. Um, it's not, but I'd believe you because um, I won't go back and re-listen to things. But for those who do, um, this is not chaotic. This was a delight. Um, and hopefully we will get to have you on with Mikey at some point because I know he yes, for would love to be able rap to talk battle. to you. For the rap battle, God. I, I I'm joking. That's no, I, now that you've said that, it's, I would just it's battle him in general. There's no rapping happening. I would... That would be so bad for Mikey. I would pay a lot of money for that. Like I would, I would pay HBO pay per view fights. Does he say pay J Paul money for that? I wouldn't want to subject you to that. I, really I think that I deserve that personally. <laughs> be your so. birthday present. Oh yes, that would make a wonderful birthday present. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Tell Izzy and I said hi. For listening. I will. She'll she'll probably be happy about hearing from you. (laughs) My thermostat don't work. I'm sweating naked on my back.